Reality Sucks, the podcast. I am the host, Shawnice. I'm excited. We are doing episode two. Look at it, one week in, and I'm on episode two already, and I have an amazing guest. This is Miss Phaedra. Maybe I'll, like, insert clapping. <laughs> <laughs> insert clap Insert here. clap here. Here. Um, no, I have Phaedra here, and I'm super excited because I didn't know if you were going to come. Um, I, I didn't like either because <laughs> I was, I was a little hesitant about podcasts. I was like, mm. do I want to put all my business out on the interwebs? On the interwebs? On the interwebs. Okay. And I figured, you know what, why the fuck not? It's something I've always wanted to do. Okay. I've always wanted to do a podcast. So I'm bucket listing So this, this is like, check. Check. Okay. And it's fun. Like, this is, we're not doing anything that is not ultimately absolutely fun. Yeah. So, Phaedra, thank you for coming. No, thank you for having me. On this wonderful podcast, Dating Over 30 Sucks, where we are having libations and conversations about situations. And I have to start off by asking, why do you think that dating over 30 sucks or do you think it sucks i mean i think that dating at 30 can be magical Ooh. because i think <coughs> excuse me i think that you know yourself a little bit more mm. and there are certain things that you're willing to accept and there are things that you're not willing to accept so i think we had we already know kind of our set of non-negotiables we are set in our ways somewhat, but then you also have sure. to think about, but it sucks because you might have motherfuckers, men or women, okay. who are set in their ways True that. and are not trying to bend. They are not trying to be flexible and they think that the way that they've done shit is correct. Or it's like, it's okay. Or it's okay. And it's not. It's not. No, I, I agree. When I when you say that, it's very interesting because it's that set in your ways thing. I feel like at 30, you once you hit 30, you know who you are. Like, you get to this point where you're like, so this is me. <laughs> Take it or leave it. And there are things you know about yourself that you are willing to change. Like, there are some things about me that I know is kind of fucked up. And I'm like, I might need to change this. Like, I might need to tweak this. I need to be a little bit. Like, my biggest thing is listening. And and sometimes I've I think for so long I've heard things, but I've never listened to things. And there are certain things about me that I'm also like, this is just who I am. Like, I am somebody who I, I was with somebody one time and he was just like we went to um like an outlet mall. <laughs> and he was like, Are you gonna talk to everybody in the store? Are you gonna talk to every sales associate? And I was just like, Yeah. That's just who I am. I used to be a sales associate. I've done it for years. I did it part-time. Like, yeah, I'm going to talk to probably every sales associate about whatever. Like, that's just who I am, and I'm not going to apologize for it. So I feel like that's another thing you get. Yeah, I'm kind of noticing that now because I let so much shit fly in my 20s, I've become hyper-aggressive. So I need to learn. I'm learning how to kind of take the edge off and, you know – Sitting in my feminineness, or my femininity, if you will. <laughs> femininess. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in my femininity because 
I've been done wrong so much. So now it's like, oh, no, you ain't about to do this to me. And I'm going to tell you about yourself. You ain't even got to do all of that. Okay. You know, with. And if you have to do that with somebody, chances are. It ain't even worth it. ain't even really supposed to be rocking with that person like Unless that. the dick is good. Because, you know, the but dick still, be good and you be doing stupid stuff. Listen, toxic peen. Like, that's what keeps us so. Toxic tied up, You know, and we are in Hashtag the age of the entanglement, peen. right? Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So good dick will keep you in an entanglement longer than you really should be. That's true. If you really think about it. There was a quote I think I heard. It was like, good dick will mask a bad situation. Yes. <laughs> and I, it, it, I felt that. I was like, you know what? That's Truth a word. Hurts. Truth hurts. It does. That's that's a word, though. Because I don't, I don't know if I would think that good dick will keep you in a bad entanglement. But I would definitely say I feel like good dick will put, keep you in a bad situation. Like stuff you know is like this. But a bad situation well. is an entanglement. What are entanglements <coughs> technically? Huh? What are entanglements technically? Uh, like, I don't really know. I, think that <laughs> I personally <laughs> think that there are situations that you are not supposed to be in and that have probably outlasted their uh, expiration. Okay. I was thinking entanglement is anytime you're messing with somebody who has a husband or a wife. That's what I assume. That too. Because I feel like when Jada said, uh, you know, we were in an entanglement, I was thinking to myself, like, to me, entanglement meant there were too many strings, there were too many wires attached. So there were too many attachments to what her and August were trying to be. That to me is what I assumed in entanglement. The idea that, like, her son was like friends with him and she was still whole blown ass married and all these other things. So like, that's what I think of when, and, and I know we, we say it in jest, right? But that's what I always assume in entanglement. But I'm going to, but I'm going to offer this, consider the source. She mm. was clearly trying to mask that she was in a full whole relationship yeah. with this little young dude. Entanglements are just things that just like, yeah, I done got myself into some shit. Yeah. So maybe that's what it is. An entanglement is something that has, like, too many strings attached. Yeah, and and that can be, and whether that person is single or even in a relationship, you can With still kids. find yourself in an entanglement, especially if the lines or the boundaries are not defined. Mm. So do you think there's a difference between entanglement and, and situationships? Because I don't feel like I've ever been in an, an entanglement. But I know that I've been in a lot of situationships. I think that there is a difference. Okay. I think that when there are multiple parties involved, it is, in fact, an entanglement. Mm. I'm going to say parties. Mm-hmm. Um, situationships, parties as well. But a situationship feels like it's going somewhere. An entanglement is like this ain't going. Oh, yeah, an entanglement has no <laughs> – I feel like if you're in an entanglement, there is no positive end. Like, that no. shit's going – Situation is like, oh, well, it this could situation, be. This situation, yeah. It could be. It is the possibility. It could have worked out. It could work. It could. So I, feel, I, I had a friend who literally was fucking a dude, and they were literally, like, cut buddies. It was a full situation ship. Like, neither of them were, like, planning on it being anything. And they ended up getting married and having kids from a situation ship. So can we look at the flip side of that? Okay. Flip the coin. Let's flip the coin. Flip I the think coin. 
That, I personally think, is the exception and not the rule. I think situationships come uh-huh. around when there are no cl- no one has any boundaries and it becomes like this is just going to be what it's going to be. There are no expectations. So wait, you think that a friends so friends with benefits could be a situationship. Yeah. But I feel like those have rules. Those have boundaries. Do the boundary Yeah. If I I I had a friends with benefits relationship for uh, about a year and a half, almost actually a year and a half to the date, right? And it was very, very clear. We were cool. We were friends. We had mutual friends. We hung out and all this other stuff. We just also had sexual intercourse all the time and quite often. It was very on demand. Like it was, he was my DOD. Like, and it wasn't, and it wasn't a DOD situation like in like undergrad or grad school where it's always like, oh, you only the nigga I call after two a.m. Like, it could be middle of the day. At the time I was teaching, so it'd be like, hey, we got a day off. Like this is a teacher work day, or this is a half day. So it wasn't like I only saw him off the late night. Like, so that our 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 situationship, our friends with benefits, like it had rules, it had boundaries. Like, cause one of the rules and boundaries was like. I never cooked for him. I don't cook for guys because I cook very well and my shit is delicious. And I don't want no nigga falling in love with me off of false pretenses because he likes my food. But I've always been like that. There's only one dude that I've dated who I cooked for. Only one. And it was be and when I did cook for him and everything, I felt like some things got very uh the lines got a little blurred because he would be like I could eat your food all the time. Like, this shit is amazing. Like, he was he was into my food. Now, granted, we were in school, so niggas eat anything. But <laughs> I say that to say, like, I, I put boundaries. I think that you can put boundaries on friends with benefits in those situationships. And it, it, it can last. It can last. Okay, I like that because maybe, you know, because thinking about it, I think I had a tough time with, boundaries Mm. so i remember being in friends with benefits situations and like it wouldn't be me asking what we're doing it be the nigga it It be the dude like oh my god it would be like yo so what we doing yeah so we just gonna keep doing this because like yes my benefits package has not expired yet it's not open enrollment i'm sorry (laughs) i am currently flipping my hair i'm a dope ass chick you are dope as hell so what it is is like i don't i don't give off that energy of pressure no um so they think that okay okay she legit she all right yeah but then i'm like but i thought we were just we were just fi- we were just having a That's what good I time. I mean, like I had a whole dude like want to be, you know. And then I, I mean, I've had some guys where I was trying to see where it was going, and I, I remember like, yo, it was this one guy I was seeing, and he was so hard pressed on why won't you just be my girlfriend. And he Aww. gave me like the Denzel glory tear one night. He's like, I love you. I love you. Wait, was this before or after sex? No, this was like we were I, I guess it's post sex and y'all are y'all like cuddling? Were y'all cuddling? No, we were sitting across we were sitting just like we are almost. FYI, we're more than six feet apart, apart. for the yes. 
film. So we were <laughs> like, you know, we were on his sectional. And I just remember him, like, he had that one tear. And then, you know. So there was, wait. So, because I feel like when you say a tear. It was one. A tear. glory tear that comes out. Yeah, the Denzel tear. I need to know. There were, were there narcotics? Were, I feel like he narcotics. He might have he had beverages. He might have had some weed, but I feel like. No liquor in the system. I think Ain't no was, telling. But I also think that okay. he had a whole lot of unresolved shit. Oh, uh, okay. So. Because I'm like, niggas crying. Like, that's. No, but see, I think the thing was he wanted to be in a relationship so bad because he had been in so many failed ones. Oh. So when I met him, he was just coming out of a two-year relationship. Mm-hmm. Before that, he was coming out of a marriage with a baby. Mm. So he gets out of a marriage, dates a woman for two years. I catch him two, three months out out of a relationship. Okay. So he's trying to latch on to some shit. I'm like, bruh, mm. it's too soon. Let's kind of work through this because I'm just kind of like, I don't really – Let's let's see where it goes. Yeah. This is this is a lot quickly. So he and I stopped talking. I was on his I was on a nigga's Facebook not too long ago. I think oh he no. had a whole baby eight or nine months after he and I stopped talking. He married the no. girl the next year. So you know what that sounds like? It sounds like he's one of those serial monogamous. He's got he has be with to somebody. be with somebody. Yeah. I dated someone like that who was just a serial monogamous, like failed marriage, a lot of failed relationships, a lot of things that just didn't get so, that didn't, you know, kind of pop off. And he started to get the baby fever and and was trying to figure out who's going to be, he was trying to figure out who's going to be mom more than he cared about wife and all this other stuff. He was a serial, mon- he was a very bad he serial monogamous. He was looking monogamous. for me to like bond with his daughter, who I think was four at the time. And I'm like, Oh no, that's a very critical age. Yeah, that doesn't feel right. She doesn't deserve that. Yeah, (laughs) I'm like, I don't think I'm good enough. Because right now, that's not the space. Yeah, like that's not the space. Because I feel like when you talk about trying to build a relationship with his daughter, like to me, I feel like guys sometimes guys take that very casually. Like, yeah, you know, he's like, no, she was beautiful. And I feel Cause like I don't want to fall in love with her, and then like exactly. you ain't shit, or then I feel guilty about having to be with you because of her. Like, no, I don't. Don't bring the her. Don't bring her. Because in I, I've 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 met her before, and like yeah. and I just thought she was the just she was just she was a cutie. She was a cutie. Oh, and I was like, I would have fallen in love with that little girl. And then you would have been blown if and things I, really and didn't and work and out. If the shit didn't work out. I'd have been like, I let her down. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck him. I let her down. And that's the thing about, like, guys with kids. Like, I was talking about that. I have a I have a rule about guys with kids. Um, I feel like outside of just the rule of guys who have kids and age and, and conversations that have to be had with, you know, the parent, the other parents and stuff, I think for me it's a bonding thing because, you know, being a former educator and working with kids, like, that bond is very real. And that attachment is not just something you can just like, oh, well, mm, don't see that person anymore. Peace, bitch. Like you you have that attachment. And if it's somebody you actually kind of care about or like you said, in a situationship, a, a friends with benefits or somebody you think that the relationship can go on, 
I don't want to build something with your kid. And then if things don't work out with me, like I'm losing that person too. Like I'm losing that relationship with that kid too. That's like just why he wanted me to come over and wash her hair one day. I mean, he did a <sighs> shitty job at it. And like, I was at the point where it was like, I can just go over there and do the baby hair. But who, that's not, yeah. I'm, I'm not her mother. But, yeah. let's, but let's talk about it. Like, dating men with kids. Ugh. So what is your, so I've talked, to, I'm, I'm curious. I've talked a little bit about it. But what are your, do you have rules? Do you have, um, you know, kind of like basics? that have to happen when it comes to dating a man with kids i will say this i love daddies i do you love daddies i love daddies what do you mean you love daddies i don't know i I love you love men with kids i love men with kids however ladies just be aware see i was like wait are you saying daddies or zaddies with a z i like no i like i think i think i think it's it's sweet daddy with a d okay i think it's sweet but I think what ladies get confused sometimes is just because those men are good men to their kids. It doesn't Ooh, necessarily they're going to be. you're walking heavy. That doesn't mean that they're going to be. They're, trust me, I've dated plenty of dads who were trash-ass niggas, but treated their, ch- obvious, obvious, obviously. You're walking heavy. You're treating your kids. So I, I just you're don't. You're walking heavy. So ladies just don't let how good of a dad is be the litmus to how good he's going to treat you. Mm. I'll say that. You're walking heavy out here today. Be, and, and the reason why I say that is because that's, 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 whew, that's a word. Because I feel like sometimes you get caught up in like, oh, he's such a oh my God, you such a good, especially, so good especially when they have little kids and they, they have, you know, that authority or that great relationship or little funny something. And I mean, then you be you you have time with them personally. You like you are garbage. Like <laughs> you are <laughs> T to the rizash. Like you're awful. That that's a who. That's a word. But just don't let that be the litmus test. Like, yeah, he is so great with kids. Like he's, like, he's so even and and, and he might I'll not add even, to it. And if you have children, he might not be. He might not be great with your your kid. I and he and actually he might be great with your kids. And he can just, I add a little bit more to that before ahead, we even go ahead. back to the whole like dating standards? Like even niggas who teach, whoo, even dudes who are educators and principals <laughs> and school guidance counselor and coaches, Dude, especially the coaches. coaches. Them coaches ain't shit, ladies. If you are out there, anyone listening. <laughs> Don't date no nigga who's a coach. They are the worst. Ooh, but with a few. who that's we're, we're gonna put that in a little box. We're gonna put we're that gonna, right we're here. Gonna, we're, gonna, uh, we're gonna put that right there. We're gonna come back to we're that. Gonna, we're gonna put a pin in that. We're gonna pin it. We're gonna bookmark <laughs> it. But what what else are your things like? So you say you would date guys with kids. I would date see, a I'm, man I'm with opposite. children. So I am coming out of a situation where I dated a man who was older. Mm-hmm. He had three children. Mm-hmm. Three children with two different women. Oh, okay. Um, so <laughs> that was a ghetto pop, but it was it was it was, <laughs> it was very a ghetto, ghetto pop. But, but that's okay. interesting, right? Okay. Because you've heard me, t- you've heard me. Talk we've about talked. This we've man. talked about this gentleman. And 
you know, he made it very clear to me. And that's another thing. Can we call him Roger? We can call like him Roger. Like from Sister Sister? We can, can we call him Roger? call him Roger? Okay, we'll call him Roger. So Roger, you know, he, he's um he's about five, six years older than I am. Okay. He's got, you know, a set of twins yes. who are in their teens. He has a daughter who has just turned 20. So yeah, he is, this he is nigga adult is kid. done. This yeah. nigga's done, right? Even so, though technically by age he shouldn't be done. He shouldn't be done because yeah. he's like late 30s. 30s, yeah. So, um this soldier still got some more fighting him. Right, but <laughs> in his mind, yeah. He's done. And if a man tells you he does not want something, mm-hmm. believe him the mother I'm I'm a sing it. Believe him the motherfucking first time. <laughs> Because, I mean... Niggas don't lie. I will say that. Stuff like that, they're not going to lie about. If he says that he does not want children, he he doesn't want that. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you just give up hope. But but see, I think that that's the problem. We give up because we put so much stock into this one person because we are women who put our eggs in one basket. And if we, I, I think we do. If we, if we think that that's the nigga, like we if we th- think that that's that's the one, like that's that one, that's that one. Like I feel like we will, we will get to a point. I feel like all of us, whether you're dating, situation, entangled, whatever, you get to a point with somebody, and you'll be like, you know what, I'm gonna invest it all. Yeah. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my full faith, and like you said, all my eggs in this basket. Because I, I believe that this is it. Well, long story short, it didn't work out. Yeah. I am trying to heal from a psycho narcissist. Ooh. So. Those are two big words. Walking. We're, we're, we're going to go have there. You okay, let's go. Fuck it. We're but, here. You know, like it. We got beverages. Know, when, we're when here. People try to make you a part of their, you know, bullshit. Mm. And they haven't really recovered or really thought about the shit they got going on when they like. I know men younger than him mm-hmm. who have more self awareness than he does. Mm. Folks gotta go to therapy. Folks and gotta talk that shit out. You have to, and I am now inspired. I am currently looking for a therapist. If anybody knows mm. one who is not quite Christian based. And is more, you know, spiritual we based. Are in the South, yeah. Holla at me. And like, see, that's a big thing, like spiritual versus Christian, yeah. like, you know, let me religious. Know I'd rather have someone I spiritual. I am totally open to that. Yeah. I just don't want to get in there. And then, you know, we're talking about Jesus. I love Jesus. Yeah. Jesus because he first loved me. However, comma, <laughs> I, I, I don't want that to be the basis. A part of it. Yeah. You want some reality. Yeah. You want a little bit of reality. And yeah. Like I want to know if do, I, yeah. I, I want to, I want to write. I want to burn shit. I want to yeah. know like. Don't you want, wait, do you want to put your head in a, in the ground and I yell want at to, a. Yes. A, I want to do the whole. Ayala? Oh. <laughs> I will lay prostrate <laughs> and listen. But you know what? It might. But I'm gonna tell you something. She calls she calls somebody a, a gutter snipe. Right about the hood. Right about the hood. And you know what? That is life changing. When somebody calls you a gutter snipe, that is life changing. You have got to get it together you after that. You have got to get it together. And I'm gonna tell some of y'all some of this. Like, it's not really like winter time anymore. 
It's not. It's not, it's not summertime. I'm sorry. It's not. We're fall. Th- I'll we're be honest. Fall I'm, I love fall, but I'm not but a pumpkin spice basic bitch. Let me tell you what I bitch. would do. Like I would, I would like go out mm-hmm. into like the yard, like barefoot, mm. and just stand in the grass, and you feel feel so the earth. Yeah. yeah. Do that shit. So okay, so I know we we we're we're, we, we're jumping around. We we went all around, but I, I'm very interested. I, I like that you said you like daddies. I like zaddies with a Z. Okay, so what is what is a what zaddy? is a zaddy? I like what a zaddy is to me is an older gentleman, and I like a more older guy who is established, who is very self-aware and and honest about what he wants and what he's looking for i like a zaddy who may not have kids like if he doesn't have kids he is open to kids but understands the beauty in living a childless life because i'm someone who i've never grew up thinking i wanted to be a mom and I think that part of it, and, you know, whether you want to call it a trauma or not, but I was in the room when my sister was born. So I was 11 going on 12 when I was in the delivery room and my sister was being born. And being a 12-year-old with an infant in the house <laughs> and a toddler in the house and going to college with a, you know, a first, second grader, I was around what a child is and what a child needs at a very young age. And I knew that that wasn't something that wasn't a responsibility I wanted. Mm. I took on a lot of responsibility as an older sister, but I also knew that it wasn't all of my responsibility. I wasn't, I didn't grow up with a mom who was like, Oh, you have to do all these things for your sister. So I was able to have a touch of what it would be like to be responsible for a kid. Right. And not having that, I understood the freedom and the beauty of it. And having a cousin who had a kid at 20, my sister having a kid at 20, you know, I had very few friends who had kids when they were in their early 20s. I knew it was just something I didn't want. And as I got older and my career bounced around and I bounced around the country, there's a freedom of not having a child and being able to honestly do whatever the fuck I want. So... I don't, I, I've, I've listened to podcasts and therapy um, podcasts about living and being childless. And I think it's something that I'm not afraid of. I am. Okay. That is a valid fear for me. That Very. Simply because I watched a loved one who had not been married or have children mm-hmm. pass on. Mm-hmm. Technically, I, me and my sister were her child mm-hmm. had we not been there who, who would have yeah so that that's is a, a very real I, thing and i think that you know maybe in my mind i have romanticized the want of marriage and children and creating this family that family yeah you know to where i have grandchildren and i can tell them how to how i met their grandfather how we, you I know, thought we were just gonna grow old together. I mean, but we will, <laughs> and of course, I mean, shit, we're women. We live to be infinity and beyond. And Missy's so. gonna be around to right. talk about our ups and downs. Right. Technically, we will right. be. We, we will totally, end up we, growing we old together without even talking. It'll be fucking awesome. You know. So but yeah. But I think that 
and and it's not just me. I know I'm not the first woman, and I know I'm not the last. But I think that a lot of women romanticize mm-hmm. getting married because I promise to God, okay. on my goddamn it, explore page. Yes, I see nothing but rings and pregnant bellies. Yeah, how did it that comes shit, in waves on mine? How did that shit even populate? It's I, I will say whatever Instagram and Facebook evil algorithm is it comes in waves yeah. and i think and there's nothing wrong with it I, I love seeing friends and friends of friends and acquaintances and stuff who are getting married and having kids but i think for me i've just when it comes to looking for somebody like i said i like a zaddy because i love being able to travel i love being able to i love the idea of being with someone in the t- it's just us I love and I and part of it is my only child nature because like you and your sister are a little closer in age. Right. Me and my sister are further in age. So I always say like we grew up as only kids like we both though we are sisters. That is my blood sisters that I love her to death. I will fight for her. She grew up very much so like an only child. I remember going to one of her high school things and some of her friends didn't even know she had a sister. They were like, oh, I thought you were only child like. I knew there was like this older woman who was always around. <laughs> no, seriously, one of her friends was like, I knew there was like an older woman around. I thought that was like your aunt. And I'm like, oh, I am her aunt. And I was a little hurt that this, you know, one of my sister's friends didn't know that I was her older sister, but it also gave me a true perspective. Like she has grown up as an only child. She didn't grow up with an older sister who was there, who went to school with her, who always had her back or anything like that and and me the same way my mother never burdened my sister onto me so in high school and stuff like that it, I was never burdened by my younger sister and and she was a part of my life but she wasn't in it in a sense so I have that only child mentality just as my sister does and, and it's it's even very apparent like there are a lot of people who from the outside in who would see both of us and like Y'all really act like two weird only children. Like, y'all don't, we don't share. <laughs> like, we have hard time sharing. Ownership is a big thing. Like, we, the the biggest fight we've had a lot of times is what's mine. Well, this is mine. And this is mine. And this is, like, don't touch this. And don't be a part of this. And because we've had such separate lives. So, when it comes to relationships, I think a lot of that comes with it is that I have that only child mentality and I've grown up in a very only child bubble. And so I'm totally content with living very selfishly um, without kids. And I think that that was me for a very long time until Mm -hmm. I got into a a relationship at the university. Mm. (laughs) And I remember going home and meeting. At the university that we attended. At the university. At the university. And I remember going home and, you know, like my parents, you know, were married until my mom died, whatever. Mm -hmm. You You know, they had their stuff. Yes. But I do remember, like, meeting his parents and I was like, Oh, them like they are teammates and partners in every sense of the word. That's a beautiful thing. So I was like, you know what? I could do this like marriage. I could totally, and and it took me to about twenty one to figure it out. I was like, I could totally do the marriage and kids thing. Mm. So it's still honestly a very new concept for me. Okay, so. Okay. 
What do you mean by a new concept wanting to do the marriage and because kids thing? I think as little girls, we're taught to be mothers. To want to do that, yeah. And to want to be mothers. We're, yeah. We're, we're told that we need to take care of people. We are nurturers by just we are the birthright. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, man, fuck that. I'm about to go live my best life. We, and have this did. And, you know, I'm going to have this sexy-ass job. I'm going to yeah. live in this sexy-ass city. Have a sexy-ass car. Sexy-ass car, sexy-ass house, sexy-ass everything. All yes. sexy everything. All sexy Until you meet someone who shows you, like, the tender side. Oh. And while it didn't work, it oh definitely said it, it definitely kind of was like, you know what, baby girl, you could totally do that. Okay. And you could totally you could you So could, that exposed you to it. That right. exposed you to I the idea of it. Mar- even though I lived with a whole married couple, my mom and dad, mm-hmm. all my life. Mm-hmm. It was just like I think I needed the confirmation that it could look a certain way. Okay. With you in it. With me in it. I like that. So That's a brought you? You know, we're we're you know, we're kinda still in our er- early thirties. We are. We're moving towards I'm, that. I'm trying mid. to hold on to early thirties, even we, though technically we, 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 we hit it mid. We hit it mid. I'll be soon. I'll be mid in a few months. You know, we hit it mid. I know. And that's okay. And I, I'm okay with it. And I'm okay with it because I'm also better at thirty. I th- I feel like out of all of the right. things that I I feel I feared about getting close to thirty, I remember I had a a quarter life crisis when I was scared about turning twenty five. Yeah. Um. But I think one thing that the beauty of thirty is that every year I'm more celebrating it than I feel like I was in my twenties. Like in my twenties, every year I felt was like a countdown to death like oh my god I'm 24 now I'm 25 and I'm 27 like it felt like everything was like doomsday every year was 30 yeah every year of 30 I'm like fuck yeah I'm about to be 32 like oh 33 triple triple like and then it's like no you not right and now I'm like oh 34 I'm like like this year for 34 this is supposed to be my fucking year like 2020 Yikes. But like I was like, oh, I'm about to be 34. I got a new job. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like I'm about to snap this body into place. <laughs> like 34. Every I will be honest, every year of my 30s has always been like a buildup. I've always yeah. felt like, oh, when I turned 30, 30 was kind of shaky, but I was like, you know, 31's gonna be better. And it was. And then I was like, 32 gonna be popping, and 32 was, and then 33 and 34. Like even though I'm, you know, I'm knocking on 35 in a few months and I'm excited because I'm like, man, 35 about to be popping. Like, I don't even care how it starts, but it's going to be great. I I love I've been embracing the aging process in my 30s compared to Same. my 20s. I feel like I agonized over every single year. Every year was a bad year. Every year was like, oh, my God, I'm I'm 26. And what have I accomplished? I only have a master's degree and I still don't know where I'm going to work. And I. Every year was this weird agony of getting older. Whereas we don't extend ourselves a yeah. level of grace now. But I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to bring it home. Bring it home, cause I have. I have. We so. gotta go back to there's. We gotta go back to the bookmark. All right. So <laughs> That's I say very that interesting. to say this. Yes. Yes, I enjoy. You know, I do. I would not mind dating a man with children. I have mm. tried it. It it has not worked for me. And in the grand scheme, I have found that there are just men 
who don't want to have any more children after they've had children already. So therefore, I'm in a space where I am okay with my partner not having children of his own. I want to know if wait, I, if he has kids and you don't, you're okay with that? No, if we I'm both lost. if we both don't have children. Okay. I cuz there was a time where I was like, I don't know. I think I want to do like the stepmom thing first. Oh, you wanted to be a stepmom. I did. I wanted to be a stepmom. So it's like a trial first. period. Like let's, like, see, how let's see how this works. And then <laughs> maybe That is so funny. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, I was like I could totally be a stepmom first. And then, you know, we can wow. blend the family. But now I'm like, you know what? Because, like, we were talking about earlier, I feel like I'm in this space where I'm flirt, I'm flourishing. You I'm are thriving. You are fucking and flourishing. I'm meeting, I'm meeting men who have a level of awareness. Yeah. Who also don't have no fucking children. Yeah. And our it's baby, and our babies can be our babies together okay like i mean I, that's a thing i feel that's like that's thing. Pro- you know, and, 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 and it's just like girl why you deserve to be a man you know yeah no that's a why very do you, why do you not deserve to have your, your children, children and that's like y'all our kids we don't have there's no one before this yeah it's just it's us, us. Okay. This ain't no built, you know, like I was, I wanted to have the already, the pre-made yeah. family. It's already pre-packaged. It's already pre-packaged. You just it's open it, heat it up, and it's already it's like there. It's Ikea, a family. You know, you just, it's You're just all the parts <laughs> the come together. You just put it together. A little pop, assembly pop, pop, required. Pop, pop. So now I'm in a space where it's like I'm now meeting men who also mm-hmm. have no kids. Oof, this drink is a little stronger. Ooh, a little stronger. So just okay. kind of bringing it home. Like, I'm yeah. now in a space where it's like, okay, like, Phaser. And that's that's not a bad thing. No. But I want to I wanna say. Because at first I thought it was selfish. Because I felt like I would want somebody to love and care for me and want to be with me if I had children. Wait, okay. So, you know, my logic was like, of course I would date a man with kids because... Oh, fuck. I must be shallow as hell because I never thought of that. No, like, I, I never thought about that, really that like, aspect of now, that concept. Now, if I were a single mom, I would definitely want to, you know, I would want some men to, like, yeah. want me. But then but then again, I, re- I kind of realized, oh like, God. all of the single moms are out here getting all the they're dates. fucking killing it they're getting the all the dates oh my girl's coming on here in about a, a little less than a month and she's killing it she 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 was a single like, mom if you're a single mom single moms out here getting I'm sorry, it but if you're a single mother yeah and you can and you say dating over 30 sucks Something's wrong. You're with doing you. it wrong. You're, You're doing, doing the very wrong, wrong thing. Well, you know what? I have I have my girl on here, Megan. She's coming um in uh, October, and our our we ours might end up having to be a two parter. But she, you know, she was she's a single mom and she's dated and she's had the highs and the lows of it. But she's also fucking thriving. Like she's 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 thriving out here in these streets. But I wanted to talk about uh one of my favorite subjects is dating in the workplace. Cause you talked about <laughs> you talk. We I feel like we 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 dabbled on it a bit. We did. 
I feel like we dabbled in that, you know, we, we talk about these guys and their situations and especially those who, and, and specifically what I mentioned earlier was those who we look at and we're like, he's so good with kids. He's a girl. Like I said, don't date coaches. I still will stand by that. And I was a coach. I was a cheerleading coach. And I will still say don't date co- as a coach. And I see there's something about seeing a man, you know, if you're you're into men, like seeing a man who's really good with kids, who's good in those very authoritative <laughs> positions. Sexy. It's so attractive. I mean, I remember seeing um, when I coach, you know, we would be at the games and you got the football coaches out there. And, you know, afterwards we're talking coach to coach and and the way they direct the boys. Um, with me doing cheerleading, I'm obviously with basketball and football coaches. So seeing the way they direct the boys and they have that authority with the boys and they have that, um, you know, the admiration of the kids. And you see, especially being in, being an educator, there's very few men, let alone black men, <laughs> in education when you do have a few of them, you you there's a lot of attention to them. I will say, like, I I mess around with an educator, and I was like, he's a 10 in the school, but a smooth six and a half, seven in the street. Ooh, child. But it's because there's so many women. Like, it was so many of us around. We saw a decent-looking dude. Like, this dude was like a smooth five, seven, maybe five, eight. He had a little, you know, he wasn't my type. Um, granted we messed around a few times, but it was one of those things where in the school, he was a 10. He was, Shawty was a 10, a 10. Okay. But in the streets, like in these American streets, cause like one time we all like, we all had some drinks and we went out and we were bar hopping and like on the streets of DC, it was like, this nigga's a basic six and a half, maybe seven but would totally be overlooked. So I feel like yeah. when it comes to dating or situationships or in true honesty, if you are talking to somebody at work, that's a full entanglement. It is a full entanglement because they say that you but should how never, do you think about you it? You should never <laughs> what eat you should never shit, shit where, where you, you eat. eat. Is, wait, is it you should never shit where you eat? You should never shit where you eat. Okay. However such a weird concept. like I like understand. I'm not going to say unfortunately, but, you know, I I have, you know, tried to explore. Dabbled in the workplace. In the workplace because, you know. It's convenient. Because I feel like you have to think about how much time you spend at work. You have to think about how much time you spend at work. You have to think about what it is you see for eight hours a day. What what are you seeing for eight hours a day? And then what do you do when a man tells you this really happened? Mm-hmm. Oh, I really like your lipstick. Mm, that means he's looking at your he's lips. looking at my lips. And, and what they say in Clueless is looking at your lips. He equates that to the sex. Oh, so my God. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so I, I, I remember, like, you know, like he would constantly give me, you know, this guy at work would mm-hmm. constantly give me compliments, right? That's true. And he just said, you know, my mom always taught me, you know, like you always compliment a lady when. Mm. And he called you a lady and not a female, which Woo! is also. That is another. That, can we just talk about how that melts? Like if he was like, you know, 
you know, he always told me, you know, my mom always told me to treat females, right? I'm like, okay, well, your mom's a hood rat. Like, but the fact that he said a lady. lady. He called me a lady. A lady. And that's something different. And then, you know. I, I and he was definitely your type. I remember when. I remember he is totally my type. I remember the first. You, we, I felt like we talked Ooh. about him for a while. And I was like, what does he look like? He is. And you sent me like a picture, or I think it was a video. You guys are walking with the the students. And we were on a there. field trip. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's that nigga. Like that's <laughs> that's your type. That's it. And that's it right there. You know, like he was he was showing us his school, mm. and you know, like so he was, you know, he was in his element. He, mm-hmm. played, he played football, football mm-hmm. at this particular university. Was he a coach? No, he he was a player. Okay, so he so never coached? He coached our girls' basketball. That's not t- <laughs> 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 right? But then you realize he's... Yeah, that's okay. And then it's like, there's just something... And, and then, like, his... Sh- and, 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 and I don't know if he was shy or if he was playing coy. Did you say he coached girls' basketball? He did. He was so good. He coached Middle school girl. I don't give a fuck. I would love niggas are probably going to hear this and be like, she "Man, I coach this. I'm an amazing guy." And I'm like, "How many girls have you cheated on?" Like, you sure? You coach are trash. You sure? Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So I just remember, you know, him kind of like I was. I'm minding my own African American business that own business. I guess so. It. You know, making he, copies and trying to teach these right. Kids. And so, like, I guess I caught his eye because he he was trying to get my attention one day. Okay, boop, caught the eye. And so I was like, oh, ooh, okay, okay, I see, okay, okay. I see all of this, all y'all. of it, all but, of this, y'all. But here's the thing, though. All right. Still what was the thing with that one? Um. It was garbage. No, you just got to let okay. me know. Like, if this is what you want, mm. you have to speak up. Okay. Because your silence basically lets me know. like This ain't, this what, ain't what you want. This ain't what you want. Because if you want it, you'll be very vocal about it. If exactly. you want it, you go after it. Because, see, I would add a caveat to that. I feel the same way about guys who are in Greek organizations. Mm-hmm. Guys who are in Greek organizations or any professional organization, like, say, 100 black men or something like that, I feel like any organization that you dedicate your life to and you would do and go above and beyond in that organization, if you are trying to talk to me or date me or anything like that and you show any forms of silence or um, uh, or show that you're not interested in your me. Your silence is disinterest. Yeah, your silence to me feels like you're disinterest. And if you are not giving your all to me, especially, like I said, most guys I'd be like, okay, well, maybe he's shy or the but if you are a part of a Greek organization or you're part, part of a professional organization that you have to work for, I'm a firm believer that if you, you know what you want and you will work fucking extremely hard for but it. But he was real slick in how he got my number. He had taken some pictures of the kids, right? What? So, and maybe I'm just overthinking the shit, right? No, let's see. So, you know... He had taken some pictures because, you know, he was on another group. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, you know what? I'd be so bad because I definitely made that nigga a part of my my chaperone group. You did. But I feel like we talked about that before. We did. I said, I like I you, said it. I, I set the shit like up. I felt like we 
asking that. I totally said You was like, up. look, I'm thinking about doing this. I was like, that shit sounds like it'll work. <laughs> Do that. And then he ended up just kind of going around, you know. He, he, went, he went to another group. Okay. He had taken pictures. He's like, oh, well, what's your number? I'm going to send you these pictures. Uh, that was slick. That was slick. <laughs> That was a very slick. I thought she was going to say something like, oh, in case the kids get lost, we need to have a phone tree or something like that. No. That was very slick because he could have sm- he could have easily emailed that shit to you to the smooth county email. <laughs> that good old work email address. Uh-huh. Oh, that's very slick. OK, he that, won. With that point. dot U.S. at the end. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, that dot gov dot yeah, uh-huh. edu. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Smooth. Very smooth. Very smooth. Because mm-hmm. so he had a way to contact. He knew how to contact me. He knew exactly I'm just how to I'm just saying. So, <laughs> I just remember, like, I was like, he's like, he's totally my type. And mm-hmm. I don't know. And dear God, I just hope this never finds him. Dear God, it's me, Margaret. Dear God. I hope this never Again. finds him. So, you know, after months of, you know, playing cat and mouse, I think I am being the cat here. Okay. He's playing wow. very, very mouse. Y'all did. It was a lot of back and forth. It was a lot of back and forth. It was a lot of, like, this happened. Does you know, this mean and something? Then, and then, you know, Roger was totally disinterested at the time. So, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, fuck it. Like, I'm going to do Because there were, like, there were times when we talked about it, and I was like, oh, no, Roger definitely, like, I think he's into you. And then there were times I'm like, no, nah, maybe that's just, just professional. Like, no, but remember. Just like your dress. Roger is. Mm. Jamal is. Yeah. So Roger just never interested. Now, Jamal, me and Jamal are playing cat and mouse here. Yeah. You know, this, this, this workplace flirting. Yeah. Yeah. This workplace first, you know, you look really nice today. I see you with that body contrast. I wasn't wearing the body contrast. The little dust ain't doing nothing. <laughs> I couldn't hide it. <laughs> I couldn't hide it. I was trying to hide my body. I see a little duster. All the way to the flow. Dusters every day. So That's cute. But yeah, it was just like, you look really <laughs> nice today, whatever, what have you. So Christmas break. Mm-hmm. Christmas. I decide. Mm-hmm. Exact my plan. Long story short, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. I know. It wasn't good, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "You're the man of my dreams. Oh. Why is it not good? You was it? Do you think it wasn't good? Was there any? Um, he was trying to fuck me like he was standing on the football field in his college. Ew. I felt like a twenty year old fucking another twenty year old. Like, there was no, he just didn't know how it to wasn't, like, it. smooth. It wasn't, no. there was no, like, there was nothing charismatic about it no. or, or oh, wow. Oh, and, I okay. mean, it would be different if it were just, like, this is all we doing. But it's, like, shouldn't your first time, shouldn't you be no, trying to, like. No, you absolutely, this is my thing. When we talk about dating over 30, I think even when you talk about casual sex over 30, casual sex. nobody's doing shitty sex. Like, nobody's no. doing the basic one, two, three pump. Nobody's doing, like, you're not giving 
your very least. You're giving your your your, your goodest best. at best, right? Like you're not nobody. I feel like even for guys, nobody's going into sex over thirty just to get your rocks off. Because I know men over thirty who are like, I'd rather jack off than have shitty sex. I, when we were in our 20s, you can do that if you're like, oh, it's after the club and I got like henny dick or some stupid shit like that. I, I just feel like over 30, you're get, at the very least, you're still giving your best. You're still being like, I don't I know agree. this person, but I'm, they need I'm, to know. I, they need to remember my name. I'm going to put it on. I'm putting in words because it's. I, I just don't believe it. I don't believe there are guys out here over 30 who are like, eh, if she likes it, she likes I'm gonna it. I'm going to give her the mediocre I'm giving the me. I don't know any dude over 30 who's giving that. Because I feel like even dudes over 30, they have something to prove. Listen. I There's let, something to prove. I let a whole 40-year-old nigga waste my time for a whole year. Uh, but let me tell you something. That motherfucker always gave me the dick like dick that was my dick. Dick it down. I know a nigga, the guy I was telling you, year uh-huh. and a half, just friends with benefits, and I mean strictly he friends gave with benefits. You that dick like it was your dick. Always. There was never, and I mean in a year and a half, there was never a time that dude, like he never walked into my place, dropped the drawl. And, like, it was basic or mediocre. It was always good, if not great, at best. Yeah. Like, it was not – I don't know any – I will say that's one thing I'm blessed to say. Okay, no, I'll take that back. I've had terrible dick. But I had terrible dick from somebody who thought they were giving good dick. And so that's a caveat. He thought it was great. He thought it was amazing, and he was putting in work, and he was – he wanted to please me. Like, literally the first time his thing was like, I just want to please you, and I want to do all these things. And I'm like, very Joe. Like, I want to know what turns you Tell me what I got to do to please, please you. you. Tell me anything. Like, that was him. I bullshit you not. He wanted, he literally his goal and objective, he was like, I want to please you. I want to turn you on. Do you like this? And I was like, eh, here. Like, but he yeah. wanted to please me. I never have met a dude, at least over 30, or been with anybody who was just bad and, like, they didn't even seem like they wanted to be better. And then you got to look this nigga I, in the face? At work. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to literally look. I don't know how I would feel if I had to look him in the face again, knowing he did terrible. Like, knowing that his best was the worst, <laughs> like, do you think he knew he was doing his best? I'm going to be honest with you. I did, I did give him a second shot. and it, You gave it, him a I feel like was, we all do, though. It was, it was just That's as the woman underwhel- thing It us. was just as underwhelming. There were some te- technical difficulties the first time. Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. Prof- you know, prophylactic situation. But, you know. So you think he gave you his, do, but do you think he gave you his best? I don't think so, but I don't want to find out. For it wasn't. <laughs> no, really. I will say this. It, so, wait, the first time was trash. The, the second, second time, time was, it was like, trash. It was, it was something, but it won't. It was. It was like one of those, like, quickies. It was a quickie. But you know what? I can't say that that. This is my thing about quickies. 
quickies can still be amazing. First of all, quickies. We can had ten forty. We had ten forty break. This Have you ever had a ten forty break quickie? This nigga was on his plans period and came home during his plan. Come on now. So y'all had more than more than was it forty fifty five? Have, did you when we were in school? Did you ever do? Did you ever have a ten forty break like quickie or anything? I don't remember. All right, it's okay. That was years ago. I don't remember. We're 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 sev- we're, almost, we're we're a decade removed from undergrad. <laughs> we're a decade I don't removed. Remember. So those who are listening, we went to school. We had from ten was it ten forty to eleven thirty five. We didn't have classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and so. A 1040 quickie meant that you left your class or before you went to your 1135, you may have gone to your dorm room their dorm and room. or their dorm room, whomever lived on campus, and you would get a 1040 quickie, which was a quickie between 1040 and 1135, and you could still make your 1135 class. I did have a 1040 quickie, and it was still up to snuff. Like, it <laughs> was still... Good. So even a planning period quickie should still be more than sufficient. And that wasn't? No. It wasn't. And I'm uh, like, do I give him a third try? No. What, you think that maybe third time's a charm? I don't. But I, I mean, know legit, I legit, like, in my mind, he's like the man of my dreams. Mm. And it's just like, it's disappointing. That the man of your dreams, in, in your the man who is of your dreams in your dreams, yeah, because he is perfect. He's chocolate bearded and just he is chocolate. Yeah. So, but so I know we're getting close towards the end. Do you think that at this age, you can fix that? Because I feel like when it comes to dating over thirty, we're all not perfect, and we all may have little things that you would say, like, say, if, you know, you're a guy and he has his resume, you may be like, okay, these are things that this is him, and I can live with it, and I love it. And these are things, like, we can work on it. Like, I to me, wait, 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 say it again. Say it a little, say, say it with your chest and say it in the microphone. I you can't what? I don't know how to fix what I did. Mm. Like, how, how, like, how would that work? So do I teach you what it is I learned? Like, how does... Uh, I think I want to know how that works because keep in mind, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm also on the side. He has a baby. Mm-hmm. So somebody thought so somebody might have thought the dick somebody was good. thought the dick was good. Good enough to good enough to just let him erupt r- like Mount Saint Helens. Exactly. I get it. And so it's like okay, he, and then that's another thing, ladies. Just because he got a baby, don't mean his sex is good. Absolutely. The I told you had the worst <laughs> sex. The nigga I told you at the work sex, two kids. <laughs> two kids. That nigga had two kids. So I saw the first time it was trash. I was like, oh, well, you know, you know, I don't know. Let's just try it again. <laughs> that nigga had two. I, but I think we did it. I think we did it a total of like maybe three or four times. I remember that last time I was like, this is bullshit. I don't know who let you nut in them freely and just say the whole child. Like, he had two, and his, his kids were gorgeous, but two kids. Two. It was fucking whack. His dick was whiz at. All right. I will, I will say this. Uh-huh. I have encountered men younger than me mm-hmm. who have, um, 
When you say younger, how much younger? Are you are you willing okay, to do so, under thirty? So, so, so two to four years. We're gonna, we're gonna say two to four years. Okay, I'm in the same road. Um, thirty three is technically my lowest. I can't do more than um, thirty three. I mean, there was one who you know he is still under thirty now. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, he's like twenty nine. Still a twenty. Yeah. It's <laughs> okay. Still, I'm listening. I'm here. But I'm with you. God damn it. Mm-hmm. God bless him. Mm-hmm. Also, um, yeah. Okay. Like sometimes the younger one is willing to do what it is you. <sighs> I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm here. I'm listening. I went on I'm a. Listening. I went on a. I went on a regular, regular, schmegular date with a younger dude recently. Okay. And it w- it was great. It was like, it was my, my two favorite things, tacos and margaritas. Like, he you knows do, me. You really like tacos. I do. Tacos I feel like we margaritas. went to HBCU and there were never tacos. Never so I tacos. feel there was like. no taco day. Not even on Cinco de Mayo. I don't ever remember. Not even on Cinco de Mayo. No. Like, niggas is not celebrating that. No. We might have went to, like, um Cosmic Cantina or some shit. Boom. That might have been it. It's too much for me. <laughs> I feel like we did a lot. We covered a lot. I just hope I don't sound like all over the place. No. I mean, you said, like you said, you know, you talked about dating younger. Yeah. I I don't, I just don't think I could entertain under 20 because you, you have to I mean under 30 because I feel like you think of it at this point any person under 30 is a 90s baby and I I just don't see where the connection could be I don't think even sexually I feel like young guys in their 20s have a sexual ferocity I don't know if ferocity very vir- <laughs> They're very virile. Yeah, I, I just feel like they have they an could energy. Go all yeah. Night. All night. Like Lionel Richie says, all night long. All night. All like, night. Are you all going night. to bust this nut or all? I'm way too old for that shit. Like, I can't be with a nigga who's but like, I don't need you tapping my shoulder at like 4 30 Thomason. Yeah, can we do that again? I will literally backslap you. <laughs> like, uh, no. So, I mean. I feel like that you, no. So, no. I will say this. This particular young guy, this this below 30-er, mm-hmm. you know, he, he, he is Greek affiliated. But is his birthday, does his birthday start with 1990? Has yes. to. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I'm going to be honest with you. Like. Oh, I'm definitely not doubting it's good. Um, it's 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 very good. He's still slanging prime dick. He's in prime, prime dick meat. slanging. Yeah, that's and that's great. You know, I even you know my date that was recent. Uh huh. It was a wonderful day that turned into a fantastic night. Wow. You're you're you are one of my second friends who I trust and I love and I I cherish who has ventured into the 90s baby realm i feel like it's very marvel movie like oh we're gonna we're gonna dive into this realm um one of my other really good friends he's he's messed with a young man who's in his 20s 
And he's like, you have to do it. Like, it's it's not as bad. And I'm just like, I sleep. <laughs> I fall asleep. I don't have great knees. Like, my knees are, you know, some days are great and some days are not. You know? And I just don't know if I could do a young man. But, no. But, see, there, there's this one. Okay. You know, the date. Like, you know, okay. he's, he's only two years younger. So, he's early, he's early 30s. Mm. But mm. I just appreciated the way that he came at me. Okay. Like. So was the approach. The approach was like All right. immaculate. All right. When have you <sighs> ever seen two black people in Trader Joe's? And, you know, that's and the thing. And I, I feel like I'm going to have to start shopping at the Trader Joe's. Just like I went in, grabbed dinner mm-hmm. and a bottle of wine. Shout out to Trader Joe's for a good dinner and a wine. And they have, like, filling dinners. Like, they're yes, able. hearty. I, what was that, a week or two ago? I got high and I, like, literally cooked and ate a Trader Joe's dinner. <laughs> 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 oh, you're on the phone. I, I, I'm full now. On FaceTime. And I was like, I am full and I can go to sleep. I love you. Goodbye. Like, yes. <laughs> it was, but Trader Joe's will give you a whole meal. It was totally his approach. Like, yeah. It sounded cheesy, but it was enough for me to hang up on my homegirl and it. talk to him. And that's that's a real thing. Like for me to hang up on you. I had my bottle of wine, bro. And he's like, yeah. oh, so when are we gonna enjoy a bottle together? And mm. I was like, girl, and I you gotta, at the and you sat girl, there and enjoyed I that gotta, dick. Girl, I gotta call you back. Mm. Respectfully. Yeah. <laughs> a respectful decline. Cause it was just like he really tried to put the game down ever so, ever so nicely. Ever so nicely, and I appreciated it. Like it was confident, mm. and there's just not too many men who are definitely not bold enough to do that no, in that type of situation. That was bold. I feel like I unfortunately feel like I'm in a rut of it, they have to. There's some association, right? Like. We know each other through school, or we know each other through a friend, or we know each other because we both do community service together. We know, like, there has to be some significant association of how we know each other. Like, oh, that's my homegirl, and she had a kickback, and we met through her. Like, it's always some type of significant connection. So to meet someone in a Trader Joe's off the just, I'm going to give you this cheesy-ass line about wine. Like, that's hella bold. And the fact that it worked. And and this nigga may not even be the one. Right. But I'm still going to Trader Joe's more but often. I'm going to go to Trader Joe's with brows on. Like, I go in there on a Sunday I looking mean, crazy. I am just saying, like, he may not even be the one. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this man really was confident enough. Mm-hmm. And came it. smack. Like, came smack at and you. And was just very, like... I, I walked I, I walked out of the damn store, mm-hmm. and you know we had exchanged you know a couple of yeah. He called me, you know, okay. chased me down, yeah, in the parking lot. So it's just, I feel like that's what women need because we yeah. because I feel like we want to feel like hey, like the genuine chase, like not that creep. Because I feel like there's a there's a there's a line between like chasing you down in the parking lot respectfully and then we had a whole ass creep like i know a lot of niggas who are whole creeps and it's like no you 
give off the vibes that you are going to cut me up, have sex with my corpse, and then put my skin on you and go to sleep. Like, you are a creep. But I didn't, I didn't get that vibe. It yeah. Was, it wasn't And apparently vibe. the vibes you did get was pretty fucking well, good. You know, they got me into a lot of trouble initially. Uh, but here hey. we are. And I think and this here we are. kind of worth it. I will take your word for it. Um, I, again, will look a little cuter when I go to Trader Joe's. You might just buy Joe King. That's what it <laughs> But the king, the real king's be <laughs> in Whole Foods. The king? <laughs> the king's be in Whole Foods, ladies. Yo, the <laughs> The Kings be a You don't food. go in there for shit but <laughs> some orange juice. Go in there for the Kings. You I don't have to eat this. organic. Just go in there for the damn Just gelato. Just go in there for the Kings. I will say this. <laughs> Get you some Halo Top. Something. Just go into Whole Foods. The Kings be a Whole Foods. Because <laughs> they all are trying to live better lives. They are <laughs> They are all trying to eat healthy. The Kings be because they are trying to get their summer bodies immaculate. They be in the gym. They try to eat all that hormone free. They try to get all the vegan protein. Yo, I was so weak. (laughs) But the The Kings Kings be a Whole Foods. Especially before COVID, because they like the you, hot bar and the salad I was a, bar. Oh, the Kings love the hot bars, because <laughs> those are some, you know, decent price, full-size burgers. <laughs> okay, the Kings love it. And when I say I Kings, I mean black men. <laughs> I will say this. It's so true, because I went to Whole Foods maybe about a month ago, <clears throat> and... You know, I've gotten better with my athleisure. <laughs> and so I was like, you know, I'm going this bitch. Got my athleisure on. Got my matching top, my matching pants. <laughs> and a fanny pack. <laughs> my fanny pack match. Bad bitch. <laughs> I was like, I'm showing out in here. <laughs> I'm showing out. And I go into Whole Foods. And I was looking good. You know, I was like, yeah, I felt confident. Matching outfit on and have my list. I knew what I needed. <laughs> and I was walking in, and this beautiful black king walked past me. And I said, My word. Well, my God. Beautiful black man. My God today. My God today. And <laughs> I was like, All right. Oh, well, you know, thank God I look good. Butt out a little bit. I put my, uh, <laughs> put my hoodie up a little bit <laughs> just to show a little assets. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm walking down the aisle. And I passed him out, and I had to look back. I said, look at that king. He is beautiful. God bless him. Hey, king. And I get, right. And then I kept walking, and as I'm going to check out, I see another thick, <laughs> another thick king <laughs> with the fanny pack across the chest. So you know he's hip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know he knows all the cool things and all the cool spots to be at. He and I was just like, I need to come correct in this Whole Foods. Like, you can't, I cannot half-ass it in this Whole Foods. Whole <laughs> like, I, I, I have to hold. 
whole acid in here. That ki- the, the king <laughs> at Whole Foods. And I will say this. I have never been to a Whole Foods and ain't seen a king in there. Even the worker. I had a worker help me on. King. I had the worker help me in the seafood section. I don't even remember looking for seafood. But he had the expertise on whatever was shipping or or sending or receiving an international trade of fish, and I was all I was I don't I don't oh, okay I'm like oh, okay I hear you yes King oh, okay yes King is there anything you need help with nope don't no even king. know why I walked over here Bye, <laughs> just don't even know why I walked over there just browsing yeah because there's one King Whole Foods has a King he's not You're even right. my type. But he is such a king at Whole Foods. At Whole Foods, is like, he in the seafood section? No, he he's he's, meat? he's a uh, he's a clerk, mm. and he and, and he probably has the most beautiful locks because mm. he wears the Thunder Lights with the Armani mm-hmm. hat. Mm-hmm. He is probably mm-hmm. he's beautiful. Like, beautiful skin, immaculate. Because their skincare section, like amazing. They probably imagine the nasty sex you were gonna have. With, I feel like any that nigga, royal ass. any nigga who wears natural deodorant and his locks in a bun and has a good job, yeah, it's gonna be nasty. Barefoot, thin mattress. Like, he's be- and he's, he's gonna care. There's gonna be oils involved. And he's like skinny. He's like short yeah. Skinny, but he's Cause they don't eat a lot. They don't because eat a lot of saturated you know, fats. He's probably vegan. Yeah, they don't eat a lot of saturated fats I, at all. I eat all the saturated fats. Absol- oh, absolutely. But I love it. I feel like he's gorgeous. Yeah. And he probably has like his. He keeps them, you know, hidden. Mm-hmm. But he probably has like. He probably lets those clothes. locks down, and it's gonna be like very Disney movie, oh like very God. like swish, 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 like just yeah, very just yeah. You're going to listen to some, like, you're going to listen to indie artists. You're going to listen to artists you've never heard of. Exactly. Very regional. And, and they're good. They just yeah. don't have a lot of good producing behind their music and their tracks. But definitely worth the listen. Definitely worth the listen. Only on Spotify, not on Apple. Spoken word. Absolutely. Even, even the Zoom ones at this point. <laughs> <laughs> We are literally talking out of our ass. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know what? We are gonna wrap it up here. I think we should. It was just getting good. It was we getting good. We will. We will end it by saying, "Go to Whole Foods." <laughs> your king. Your, your king is there. Say that is where your king is, Phaedra. <laughs> we are obviously gonna do this again. Got this is this is I, I'll end it as saying this is part one, is part one. <laughs> and I, I feel like we can go on and on similar to my last guest we can literally do this all night yeah I think so the, the edible was just I think it was the edible was legitimately just, just activated <laughs> that gummy bear was like I have the power of thought like it just literally because I swear by finding your king in white spaces. What? Okay, we so okay. Like we might end on that. Finding your, your king, king in white spaces. spaces. Go to Whole Foods. Go to ladies. Whole Foods, gentlemen. Yeah, go, go to, to Whole, Whole Foods. Foods together. 
You got to look good. Stop wearing gray sweatpants because sometimes it doesn't do you justice. But Whole Foods, that's where you find your game. Go to Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. They got good salmon. Trader Joe's, you might get you a hug. Niggas love salmon. Niggas love salmon. I love salmon. Um, Niggas love salmon. Niggas love salmon. Dudes do love salmon. Great salmon, too. It does. It's more pricey compared to Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's has great salmon. Ladies, all of your um, (laughs) multivitamins are in Whole Foods. Whole Foods, yeah. Gentlemen. And that soap. They have good soap. They have good soap. They have really good soap. And ladies, probiotics. Not Pro just biotic. good for your gut, but good for your vagina. Vagina. Okay. Well, <laughs> that is <laughs> <laughs> how we got here. I do no, not no, know. No. Uh, just go to Whole Foods. Just go to Whole Foods. Uh, the king is there. The <laughs> this is dating over thirty sucks. Thank you or so does much. It? <laughs> My wonderful, wonderful, wonderful guest, Phaedra, and I. I appreciate you coming. I this loved is it. Thank this you. is one of many. This is volume it's one good. by far. <laughs> there are more volumes to come. Thank you for listening. Make sure you continue to follow Dating Over Thirty Sucks on Instagram. Follow Dating Over Thirty, the number thirty S U X on Twitter. Thank you, Phaedra. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Good ass time. We'll see where it goes. We will see where this thing goes. And yeah. And to the elevation of black women. Yes. Ting. Ting. And we're going to go from there. All right.